Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Can you hear me? Can you hear me Michael Marin? Headphones, he's pointing at the headphones. Oh, it's just like charades. It's like Zoom charades. He's, he's saying, ah, I figured it out. Oh, to hear your dulcet tones. Once oh, more. Michael. Oh, man like Keith. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going. There's the things you didn't know. Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. Give you energy like buck fast. And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh podcast. <laughs> yeah. How I've are you? I've been addicted. I'm brilliant. I've been addicted to Bubba Tunde. Oh. On, on Celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. No spoilers, please. Okay. If you've seen last night's. Yeah. So, cat like Dave, dog like Poppy. In it. Who is it's he? All that, uh, What's he known for? He's he's a friend of Mo Gilligan. Mo Gilligan, Gil, 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 you know the um, Mo Mo. He's a, a famous um, black uh, comedian who does a program on television. Um, that he has really famous people in, and they do nursery grimes. Ah, yes. Have you seen any of the nursery grimes? I think I know what you're talking about now. So he gets famous people to sing nursery rhymes in the style of, like, uh, it's like the old um, whose line is it anyway? So he kind of says, right, who, you're going to sing it in the style of, let's say, Whitney Houston, um, to the sound of I Will Always Love You, and it's going to be Old MacDonald Has a Farm. So it's, it's nursery rhymes, but people can grime it up and they can do whatever they want. But the one I would urge anybody to watch is Jesse J., Old MacDonald's Farm. Possibly okay. one of the finest pieces of entertainment I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's three minutes of your life, people. Oh, get well, on it. I'm going to get on it as soon as... I'm, I'm yeah. actually I'm cutting this short to go and look at it. So am I going to watch it again. Baba Tunde. Baba Tunde. Comedian. Yes. Baba Tunde. Aleshe, is it? Aleshe, yeah. Aleshe. Admits he will be doing a lot of screaming in the jungle as he faces up to his fears of absolutely everything. Um, that's all they yes. say, comedian. That's the. That's he was the... in. He's been in. He's been in loads of things. He's been in EastEnders. I mean, the, the usual sort of stuff. But I think he's been in bigger productions than that. He's quite oh, good. Good, yeah. Mike. Could, are you a bit far away from your mic, or is it just me? Have I to um, turn my volume up? Oh, maybe it's. How's that? Is that any better? I'm. I'm a little bit. I was out last night. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you're. You're kind of just being nice and quiet. Maybe you're just being quiet. Maybe people oh. like that, Mike. Maybe I just need to calm down. Maybe I don't know how to. Um, do you can't stuff. really up your mic, but um, 
That's Can fine. I, a bit, I think. Uh, audio. Yeah, microphone is up. I'll pop yeah. it up a little bit more. How's that? Oh, that's lovely, Michael. Okay, look at that. Look at that. that. We are on absolutely. Fire. Do I sound okay to you, Mike? You sound fantastic. And you know what? You look really, really good. Because um, I slicked my hair back. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. There. No, I. And look at me. I look like a bag of shit. I literally look like a fucking haystack. Um. Because I put quite a lot of product in my hair last night to sort of keep it down. Yeah. I went to Limerick with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And uh, I rich. I really just got up and. Dear listener, it's <laughs> Sunday the 27th of November at 11.38. I mean, this is fucking teenage carrying on. But I've only, only, I, I wasn't drinking or anything. I was just shouting because people were very loud. Were you not drinking? No. I drove. So I just kind of drove down to Limerick, picked up a guy on the way who, uh, when he got out of my car in Ennis, uh, I, I don't know why, but he, he decided to moon me. I mean, mooning was part of this discussion. So, uh, yeah, it was very, it was, a, it was lovely. Nice to see an LRs every now and then, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean and tidy. Yeah, unexpected, lovely. unexpected hours. Nothing like it. Not nothing like it. In Ennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Lots had, of uh, there were. <laughs> had he had a few drinks, Mike? Oh, he had. Yes, he had uh, quite the number. There, it's it's funny, isn't it, when you go out and you're not drinking and people mm. are drinking, and I'm I'm enjoying that thing more now than ever. Um, and I've, it's taken me this long to realize that if you do go out with people, um, you can leave at 11 o'clock and only have a couple of drinks. And and they still, you know, she, a fella said to me last night, right, we, would let, we left a pub to go to a nightclub. And apparently the nightclub had shut the bar. So there was no reason to go into the nightclub. I would have, you know, preferred a little bit of a bop or something. But no, the bar is closed. The bar, bar is closed. That's rough here, right? We we all then sort of met in another pub. Texts were flying. Let's go here. Let's go there. Whatever you know. And in walks the man who turned around from entering the nightclub, saying, "Jesus, it was great to have a bit of a bop." <laughs> <laughs> so they don't remember. They don't know what's going on. No. They don't remember what happened the next day. They'll tell you you're in great form. Did a great time. And yes. They'll imagine you stayed out all night and they'll only be really thinking of themselves and whatever yeah. foolery they were up to. There was a great clip uh, going around Twitter yesterday of, uh, because there's not as much booze at the World Cup and like the English fans would like a drink and maybe a fight. You know, that doesn't seem yeah, to be yeah, yeah. available to them uh, at this current World Cup because um, uh, what's, what's the country called? Qatar. Qatar, they don't like... Just think of Eric Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> me guitar. <laughs> um, the Qatari the people, they don't like L- the LGBTQ plus community. No. They don't like the booze. No. They don't like people fighting either. Uh, hooliganism. Um, some of those things are good things and some of those things are bad things. But So what the very resourceful English and Welsh fans did, they had a row uh, they obviously all went to Tenerife to watch some of the matches. Oh, so there was a big row on the streets. Uh, I presume it was Friday night. I don't know. There was some games, maybe Friday. I think Wales and, and England. Yeah, Wales lost and England 
was shit. England were just shit. And they're due to play each other as well to see who qualifies ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to see Wales beat oh, the living daylights out of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't I don't like sport, but it's funny, this whole Qatar thing has has done exactly the reverse of what it's supposed to do. <laughs> You're supposed to be turned off in disgust yeah. at the Qatari people and their and their and their ways. I not love the, their not attitude. The pe- not, not the people, the, the no, regime. no, the emir, the the emir, and, and all those boys are just as bent as fuck. You know, uh, they're just there. But anyway, this I quite like their no um, fighting on the street thing. Mm. Um, I'm not into every banning everything. Yeah, I love the religious the the way they treat religion. Like, obviously, suits them to not be you know the LGBTQ plus community, or they're not mm-hmm. in favor of that. Uh, for some reason that suits them even though they're very affectionate people and i noticed the saudi footballers uh one saudi footballer got injured and his uh teammate kissed him gently on the forehead as he lay on the ground and i thought they're very affectionate the men are very affectionate people you'd often see them holding hands hands yeah you know so it's it's strange their aversion but um because everything every everything for everybody especially religious people comes down to sex which is the weirdest thing like it's, big, it's because the the hold that religion has over you, the only thing it can do, it gets into your head, and the only other place you're private is in your bedroom. So they yeah, want to control. They want to be. That. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yes, Mike. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. They're obsessed with sex. Like how? What percentage of your relationship with your wife is sex? Ninety four, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said eighty myself, but. Yeah. But if you think about any relationship, eighty in a good minute. So I'm, I have to record a podcast. Yeah, we can have sex. Jesus, Mike, I have to go. She needs sex again. Um, yeah, very, 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 very small percentage of every yeah. relationship is sex. However long us men like to think we can go for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just bizarre. Anyway, these <laughs> I digress. So these footballers were having a row in Tenerife outside a pub. So English versus Welsh. Some of them were wearing red jerseys. Some were wearing white jerseys. Some of them were wearing English jerseys. Some were wearing Welsh jerseys. Some people weren't. Nobody knew who anybody was. At one stage, one guy helped a guy get away from two other guys who were battering him. He pulled him away, right? The two of them kind of fell backwards on top of each other. The guy who was helping the guy then picked him up and started battering him because he hadn't got a clue who he was, where he was, and who he was fighting. Yeah. It was the most comical. It was like Benny Hill music underneath the kind of scenario. They were throwing chairs at themselves. They were punching themselves, punching their friends. It was Welsh lads starting on Welsh lads. It was, it was the fun. If it wasn't so serious. Yeah. It was so funny. They were just so see, hammered. They just didn't know what people, was going on. They go there with such pent up aggression that they just want to you know, let it all out. They're looking for, a, you know, I remember at a certain period in my life, certain friends of mine, you know, if 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 you weren't having a good drink mm. and a good fight and maybe a quick canoodle yeah. at some point, that was not a good night out. Yeah. And you managed to screw somebody on a round. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got six pints and he paid five. Three, sort of thing. That that was the whole thing. But a lot of people just keep bringing that, perpetuating that every Saturday night, every football match, everything. You okay there, Keith? I just noticed that Costa Rica oh, yeah. have gone a goal up against Japan. Japan, who beat Germany. 
Brilliant. And we're hot favourites to beat Costa Rica today because Costa Rica were absolutely Shite. dreadful in their last game. Uh, and Costa Rica are a goal up and there's only, well, we know how these games go. In actual normal time, there's three minutes left, but could, we, you could add another 11 minutes onto that. What's that all about? I mean, we we I mean, we we never watch football. Nobody has in, interest in this house in football. But, but even Sunny was watching like Argentina last night, and and I've been sort of quietly, almost, I've I've almost been sort of guilty about watching it because mm. of what everybody does. But then yeah. I was listening to the radio the other day, and I heard one of those crystal clear calls that somebody got that just cut through all the fat and all the nonsense and everything, you know. There's a lot of, I mean, I, I do not support the Qatari thing. I don't support FIFA. I think they're a fucking dredge on the on humanity. And if anybody has a moment to listen to John Fardy on screen time, he talks about um, there's a new Netflix uh, documentary about FIFA. And uh, I don't know if you've watched it, but it just goes through the whole thing since the 70s. It was set up as this sort of like, you know, not-for-profit. It's all about football, introducing football and love and peace. And then all of a sudden they monetized it and they, they have gone full swerve, full circle on it. But anyway, you know, we knew 12 years ago it was happening in Qatar. We knew what was going to happen. We knew the wheels were going to fall off. We knew that the, the Qatari regime hates anybody who's not in their eyes normal. So that's, that's you know, you just got to put up with it. But one guy in our radio phone in the other day said, uh, uh, I can't remember which program I was listening to, but it was it was along the lines of, listen, you know, England, we won the cup in 1966. And I kept on thinking, oh, fuck that, here we go. 1966, <laughs> this English guy's on the radio talking about it. And he said, but did you know in 1966, homosexuality was banned in England? So we would have been protesting against ourselves. <laughs> you know? Mike, Mike, Italian 90? Yes. Was banned here. It was illegal. Yeah, I couldn't. I could not believe that. I literally. I mean, imagine that. So, so you could. I don't know if this is a controversial thing to say, but you could say, "Well, look at." I am the same as you with FIFA. Like they're just, you know, they've gone, they've mm. jumped the shark a long time ago. But you could say, "Well, maybe the people of the Middle East might see that." The Western ways aren't all bad, and you know, sort of like might they might learn something from us. Like, I mean, mm. if you look at what the royal family, the royal family, they have they're basically in charge of this. He's, he's looking at the match list. Now. It's it's ninety minutes are gone. Japan are a goal down. There's been only six minutes additional time. Oh wow! It's usually about a fortnight. <laughs> it's usually like. In this World Cup, teams just like take it easy until the 90th minute and then like really go for it in the final yeah. third. Um, <laughs> the uh, um, the royal family are used to just calling the shots, so they said, "No, no, no booze in the you know they stadiums." Had, yeah, they they made this deal. It was a contract with Budweiser, but this you know royal family who are the royal family for this tiny little place, smaller than Munster, is it? Not, it's, it's possibly one of the wealthiest. I mean, there's no poverty. Yeah. If you're a Qatari national. They had to get poor people in to do the building because there wasn't enough poor people yeah. in the country. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just like for them then to sort of maybe, maybe they'll have their eyes open that like we, okay, well, 
in this small area, we can do whatever we want. But actually, if we want to open up to the world and be respected in the world, and maybe they felt they were respected because they were wealthy, but wealth does not equal respect. We've seen that with Amazon. We've seen that with with um, Elon Musk. You know, it doesn't yeah. you oh, can't no, no, buy no, no. respect. No. Uh, so maybe, maybe ultimately it's a good thing. Like England changed. Ireland yep. changed. Exactly. In 19, and it's, in the it's 90s. funny you mentioned Amazon and, and you look at the Amazon in Brazil. And, you know, you speak to somebody who's from Brazil and they're saying that we've got nothing else to export but this wood. You, you, you did, you, you deforested a millennia ago. We, we didn't. We're not standing here saying you shouldn't have done that. That's yeah. You're now planting trees to make up for stuff, and you're telling us what we can and can't do. This kind of Western, we're better than everybody else thing also needs a look at. We need to look in the mirror on that. Yes, it's great that the Qatari sort of they won't they won't pay any attention to what happens because they've got so much money they don't really give a shit about anything. So they won't really change their minds. Maybe they will. Maybe that you know there's a little chink of light that they might be more accepting to LBGT stuff and you know all sorts of women's rights. I mean it's terrible. But we also need to know that you know we are authoritarian states. We're only in our infancy as sort of democracies, really, and we're well, we're only one step away. Democracy in the UK. I mean, it's only it was only new what in the. 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, it was only kind of getting going then, really, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. Still, it's, and they've somehow made it, they've somehow managed to fuck it up, fuck yeah, it up yeah. you know. Yeah, completely fuck it up. Democracy is completely fucked England. Mm. You know, the Brexit vote completely. Let's put it to the people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. Put it to the people. We don't want it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Let's idiots. It, anyway, there you go. Let's put it to all the second generation Italians. That moved in here and just don't want any more in. Yeah, but I just, it, yeah. I just don't want any more people coming. We're full over here. Yeah, well, there's a bit of that happening here now. Ah, uh, the Ireland is full thing. Holy yeah. shit! Oh yeah. yeah. Holy shit! That's that is just scary. It used to it used to boil my piss in London. We would inevitably end up after a night in Kilburn or whatever, going back to somebody's house and most of the people there would be Irish and they're going about, you know, it's fucking terrible. The place is filling up with fucking people from Africa. And I'm and sorry, you're from fucking Mayo. You know what I mean? <laughs> terrible. And we were the blacks of Europe. Absolutely. But we do not, you know, you don't remember stuff that's uncomfortable. No. no. And also, do you know this kind of like Unvetted men, these unvetted men that are coming into the country. Oh yes, are you vetted, Mike? Never been vetted in my life. I have to get. Well, vetted. I have actually been vetted. Yeah, I've been vetted for, but I have. Yeah, but I wasn't vetted to come into the country. No, <laughs> but but how many people in this country are vetted? But yeah, uh, like I have to get vetted because I'm going to help. I'm helping out my son's football team. Yeah, most people aren't vetted. This unvetted men thing, and also this thing of like, oh, they're they're over here and they're fighting. I, you know. That street down there, it's a no-go area because, you know, such and such and such and such and these people from this country are living there and they're always fighting and drinking or whatever they're doing. And they're running, they're, they're, they're bringing over their criminal gangs. And Does anybody know what we did when we went to America? Does anybody watch gangs in New York? Does anybody watch Peaky Blinders? Does anybody watch? We went over there and we knew every scam going, every bootleg yeah. every black market every we were the criminal gangs we were as big as the mafia like i mean the mafia <laughs> yeah we were we were bigger 
we were bigger, bigger much bigger much yeah, and, and, and much infiltrated more. higher we went right up to the present like we and to this yeah to this day you don't hear about the indian or the italian vote you hear about the irish vote mm. you know like the mafia had frank sinatra we had the president there you go exactly so for people to be saying I, we don't know who these people are coming into our country. Yeah. And also, the um, I saw this guy, you know, these guys with tricolors. Is there, I got into a bit of a row with them. You'll remember on Twitter. Yes. Once, yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed indeed. to, I was in a bad place. I managed to get my, extricate myself out of it. Now I just say what I have to say and I don't get into, com- it's not a conversation opener. No. It's no, a statement. No. Broadcast. Um, and uh, this guy, I sometimes have a look at them. Because sometimes they're just like 12 followers, first post, mm. you know, trolling. This guy had like a tricolor. He had a good following. He had his name up, you know, father, family man, you know, Irish, yeah. proud Irish man. And then some of his posts were like the percentage of indigenous Irish left. So he was like, you know, it's gone from 80% to 70%. And I'm like... Like how far? When does it start? How far back did you go here with this indigenous Irish? Like after once the Vikings came in, was it after that that we start? Was it like before that when people came up from Spain? Was it? So wh- where are we starting with this? Yeah, you know. And why have we decided this is a starting point? And now, now everyone in now, this is it. Like yeah, it's when, just when the you, most. The irony of the situation is the birthplace of humanity is pretty much somewhere in Ethiopia, so we're all Ethiopians ultimately. Yeah. But you've got to take these guys to their logical conclusion, but there is no logical conclusion. But you can't. There's, you can't. You, no, no, because they're fucking idiots. And I did have that row with some guy. I remember yeah. saying, what are you, like, where are we starting? And he just, it was just, I, I had friends ringing me saying, don't get, don't, um, don't engage. I know some of these people, they're bad. <laughs> I think I probably liked them on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> these people. Well, you, you know what it does? It does you good, though, to realize that there's people out there who don't, because we can all live in an echo chamber and Twitter mm. is very much like that. And a lot of life, whatever media we choose, is all sort of, you know, there's lots of people out there who are completely pro-Qatari. They're pro-anti-homosexual. Yeah. That's such a thing. They're pro-male over women's rights. Yeah. There's a lot of that goes yeah. on. Yeah. There's people there's who want to guard yeah. the status quo, the patriarchy, men calling the shots, men coming home, having their pipe and slippers handed to them, not having nothing, to do... Nothing wrong with that. You know, riding whoever they want. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, sure. That's it. Like have a couple of pints, ride something. Get, like, you know. Getting getting the big salaries for doing fuck all. Fuck all. Um, but uh, it's it, it was very interesting. I put up a post on Twitter saying like Ireland's not full, whatever. Don't believe the propaganda. If people are telling you that Ireland is full, you know, do a bit of research, find out why they're saying it, what's in it for them. You know, follow the money, follow the power. These people have an agenda, you know, it's propaganda. Mm. And I, I did put up on Twitter and you get the usual people on Twitter and you get, you get mostly get support. Like, I mean, most people in Ireland, I don't think a right wing party, uh, any right wing party that tried to get involved in the last elections did very badly. I don't even yes. think they got one percent like combined. Uh, but I put up on Instagram and very sort of. What I would have thought, like one person who's quite popular on, on Instagram into yoga, mindfulness, looking after each other, self-love, has these like gatherings on beaches with people where they light fires and they they chant and they do yoga and you know, mm. and she puts up these posts saying, Wow, we had a wonderful day, all us ladies doing yoga. And and she was like, 
she was disagreeing with me saying, and, and obviously using all these reasons that you're told, like, look at the yeah. health service, look at, you know, look at this child waiting three years for their uh, operation. Look at you, this man can't get a GP in this town. Look at, you know, and, and all of these things are the reasons why Ireland is full. And you're like, no, no, no. Hang on. No. Some of the services are broken and they need to be fixed. But it's handy for the government or whoever for you to think yeah. that the problem is Ukrainians coming into this country or people coming from the Middle East or people coming from Afghanistan or people coming from, they're the problem. Not forcing, not focusing on the problem and forcing the government to do better. Um, and just totally, to, just was just totally, you know, no, Ireland is full, we're full, we need to look after our, our own first. What about the homelessness? Like, yeah, yeah, but they're gaslit. They, they're not going to help homeless people though. They're not. They're not going to go out of their way and sort of start feeding people who are on the streets and, and get to the the bottom of that problem. Mm. They don't want to see that. It's like no, no. We look after our own. That's we look on, after our own. until Mike. There's a big homeless. You know. Yes. Until yeah. it's your estate, and they say, "You see, we're building this big block of apartments, and this will house all the homeless in in the town in your city, and it's just going to be there in your estate there, and then you'll see." Yeah. The how middle class is fucking lip. How yeah. much they want to help their own. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Let's open a needle bank. No, let's not. Mm. Oh, fuck no. Don't want any druggies around here. I, no. I really support the homeless at Christmas, though. Don't want to see anybody dying. Well, I support all. the homeless now. I don't give them money because they'll only spend the money on drugs and drink. And I, so what I do is I buy them a sandwich and I'll buy them a coffee because they don't want a sandwich and a coffee. They're homeless because they're addicted. They need money to buy drugs. That's yeah. their issue. That, like... Nobody's going to tell you not to have your cup of coffee or your latte or your whatever or your or your painkillers or your glasses prosecco at the weekend. Like, stop telling these people how to. Anyway, look. I know Imelda May talks about that quite. Who Imelda May? Oh yeah, in London, uh, used to she used to pass this guy and buy him a tuna sandwich and he he uh, something along the way. I'm paraphrasing heavily now, and he was like. I don't fucking like tuna, you know. And she sat down and had a chat with him. I just want money for what I want money for. I don't want tuna fucking sandwiches. And if somebody gives me, I don't really like coffee with sugar in it. It's like, fucking hell, these people are human. He he wanted a chat. Mm. He had mental health issues. Yeah. You know, and he, I don't think he was on drugs or whatever. But she, yeah, she talks about it. Uh, I heard her on a podcast somewhere. But she was she was very good. And I'm not a great big fan of hers. But I thought the way she sort of dealt with that was just lovely. And we need to see if you see a guy like there's a couple of guys in Newbridge and like it's the same people. And they have hmm. they have issues, issues, you know, and yeah. they're dealing with their issues by taking drugs because that's how they survive, yeah. because that's how they deal with whatever's going on in their head, whatever trauma, whatever's happened to them in their lives. That's their medication. For me, when, when I need medication, I go to the doctor. I can afford that. I have a house. I can stay in bed for the day to get better. I don't have to take heroin, thankfully. Uh, so we just need to see beyond. Yeah, ultimately, it's, it all leads back to a failure of the state, mm. which is an easy, broad stroke sort of thing. But it is. It's a lack of health care. It's a lack of mental health services. It's a lack of people protecting people be that through the guards or sort of women's or men's shelters or whatever. There, there's a failure. Um, and that failure of the state is, hasn't been caused 
by um, an Armenian chap turning up who wants to earn a living and pay tax. Mm. That 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 he wants to be positive in this society. He doesn't want to be a fucking you know a, a drain. He's there. He's active. He fucking wants to go for it. He's like we were in the fifties. Like yeah. my parents when they went to England, they wanted to go there and build roads and work shitty conditions and didn't give a flying fuck what they were on. Whereas, you know, your normal sort of worker here is going, no, 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 no. I want uh, 8.5 hours a day. I want a paid lunch. I want this. I want that. I want the other. What we don't like is the thought of some other person coming in and undercutting us. Mm. <clears throat> it's all, you know, and it's, we've been gaslit by every government. No government wants to fix. No government can fix everything. And that's the problem. They're not magicians. We know them. Uh, most of them are in it for themselves. You know, I heard, uh, again, another great philosopher talking about, you know, you don't want to vote for somebody who wants to be voted for. That's the problem with politics. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell, <laughs> in a I nutshell. want the power. I mm. want it. I want to make your life better. Whereas in actual fact, they're saying, I want to make my life better and I want to be powerful. And they're the wrong type of people to hand shit to. It's all very fucking confusing. Very confusing. But 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 ultimately, and it's not like I can't fix it, Mike. You can't fix it. Nope. It doesn't mean we can't do anything. Absolutely. The very least we can do is be compassionate and Christian in inverted commas. Yeah. You know, uh, like just compassionate and look beyond the propaganda, look beyond I would actually take Christian out of it because the Christian thing is all about patriarchy and keeping women down. Just that's just. Do you me. think that's Christianity or do you think it's Catholicism? Uh, I think it's Christianity. You know, okay. this whole sort of unit of, you know, you think of all the Christian faiths. It's all man, woman, baby, mm. you know, da, 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 da. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very kind of classical sort of thing. Keep everybody down keep everybody okay. you know sort of we need to the, revisit my use of the word christian then well so, people say christian values are something that we recognize as being you know the 10 commandments and whatever but i don't, I don't see the the pope or the the church of england or methodists or anything doing things that are just good they're yeah. not out there practicing what they preach none of them are yeah you do get individuals I'm not, I'm not, I'm not excused. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. You, no, absolutely. You do. But they're, but, they should, but they're a rarity. They be, they should be social workers. And why, why join a club that still uses their money to shore up allegations of whatever you, you, you can look at the, 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 the paper scene now at the moment. They've just had a big clean out of their bank. Uh, they've sacked everybody from misogyny, sexual, <laughs> you know, um, wasn't affected or very quick to say we're not affected guys because the, the, there's, apparently there's millions of people working for the Catholic church, um, giving Christian aid to various countries. And that goes through a bank, which there's a little bit siphoned off for this a little bit siphoned off for that a little bit siphoned off for the other. And people were siphoning and people were doing stuff and people were getting power hungry and money, money, money. And it just, it's all gone wallop. And that I think the, the, the Pope has this week sacked the, pretty much the chairman of the board, some geezer and a load of other people and said, no, we want it. We don't want this. Every time they get caught, it's, I oh, know we 
sorry, forgive us. Forgiveness. That's another one that really boils my fucking piss. Fuck them. I would say I would say at this point, no charities mentioned in this conversation have done anything wrong. No, absolutely not. And, and absolutely. Um, yeah, the the that uh, that there were statements during the week about about the Irish associated uh, thing, and they were absolutely in the clear, perfectly in the clear. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so I have to review my use of the word Christian, but just compassion, just compassion, just stop thinking about self all the time. I mean, I I spend a lot of my time thinking about myself. You do, of course you do. Um, well groomed man, you, that takes a lot of time. That that's a lot of me time, but that's okay. Yeah, but I think it's helped me. I think it's helped me be a more compassionate. It's funny the the more you think about yourself and the more work you kind of do on yourself, the easier it is to see other people and kind of what they're going through i feel now obviously yeah. i i would say that about myself because i think i'm a great guy um but it's true like if you're not like i think especially men in this day and age we if we take the responsibility to just look after ourselves look work on ourselves do the work therapy whatever it is you need to do you know ultimately if every man did that just yeah, men, just men. The world, the world would be a better place. Yeah, you you just have to. We we need to drop ideas into people's heads. I mean, I'm not perfect by any stretch. Of the ah, you're pretty close, Mike. Come on. Yeah, ninety-seven point two percent. But you know, the last uh, you know, sort of you you curve poll. Um, but <laughs> it was like Mike is almost perfect. <laughs> and I have to say, you're you're giving out. You were saying you weren't looking. I think you're looking well, Mike. I think the the longer hair suits you. Fuck yeah, no, it doesn't. The headphones are sort of they're hiding a whole yeah. a whole host of stuff. What what the fuck happened to barber shops? They were ten quid, right, for a mm. a, a, a cut for years, right? Yeah. And then it was twelve fifty for a while, and now because there's a fucking war in Ukraine. I mean, I, I, you know, it's twenty five fucking quid. Yeah. What the fuck? You need more compassion for the hair hairstylists. Like, Fuck the compassion. I've um, I've always paid at least twenty euro for my haircut. So, yeah. Well, you know, it, you, you look <laughs> that good. Yeah, you look that gullible. <laughs> You've noticed most hairdressers and barbershops have big windows. <laughs> um, do they not do anything about the receding forehead? No. I, I no, I, I, I need that would have to be a trip to Turkey or something. I think. No, I think it looks good. I think it really looks good on you. Actually, you're a bit. A bit you're not like. It's not a. You haven't got a big forehead. You're not like man like ant or man like dick. You know, man like ant. <laughs> man like ant and dick. <laughs> oh my god, Mike. Yeah. My news. Yes, news. I have a bit of news. You have lots of news. Now, I didn't know whether I could ask you about your news, and I don't even know what news you're going to tell me, but go on. This, um, we haven't recorded in a long time. I feel no. like it's because of my news, of my exploration of myself, of you uh, think so? what's been going on. Um, I, I should put clicks on, on everything, or a little tick, every time you say something that I agree with now, but it's, it's one <laughs> of your, your traits. Yeah, here we go. We go, ding! Yeah, I'm but not, go on. I'm not the best. I'm not the most consistent person. Let's just say. I d- I don't know. With I think you're giving things. yourself a hard time, but that's sometimes that's just yeah, with I'm certain giving... things. Sometimes. So yeah, I recently got a. Um, I think I did. I mention that I was going to. I was looking into it. I think I did. You did. Yeah. So I got a diagnosis from a psychiatrist. So it's official. It's official. I have a thing called ADHD, which which is, is um, which is um. 
hyperactivity um what attention does it actually stand for attention mm-hmm. deficit hyperactivity disorder so you're you've a deficit in your ability to focus and you know mm-hmm. give something your full attention um and that's down to a lack of dopamine so we don't produce as much dopamine as other people so we don't really get as much joy from things so our brain is always looking for dopamine um so a lot of people with ADHD are thrill seekers um something like 80% Bing. of the prison population are, are have ADHD <laughs> we're always looking we can't we can't focus on something because if it Bing. doesn't give us uh dopamine or a buzz we I, find it incredibly difficult to complete that task or to even start it and that's where the procrastination comes in uh and putting things off um we're not very good at timekeeping oh because we our concept of time is slightly warped so we always think we've loads of time so like i would often say to my wife you know i'll just go out and do x y blah 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 and she said but we have to be in such and such at six o'clock and i'm like yeah it's all time so it's it's half five i'm like oh yeah uh okay does that mean i won't get it done yes you definitely won't get it done you're not going anywhere go and have a shower we're going out you know 20 minutes um and i'm only sort of retrospectively like looking back on my I'm, I'm sure you could have diagnosed me, Michael. From, I'm fucking right, I could have. From trying to record a podcast with me every week. <laughs> um, I'm sure many of my friends and people I've met down through the years could have diagnosed me. But yeah, so it's um, so it's a, a lack of dopamine. Um, and then, uh, yeah, weird uh, relationship with time, concept of time. Um, and then the hyperactivity people would say have said to me since I got the diagnosis, um, because people like to meet you in the street and say, Oh, sure, we all have something, huh? Sure, look at yeah, yeah, we all have a bit of something, haven't we? Um, which is fine, we all do have a bit of something, but then uh, most people would say, Oh, are you sure you have ADHD? You seem very calm. Um, so the hyperactivity part can be physical, um, and with young boys, it can be a sort of a physical hyperactivity, but that hyperactivity, physical hyperactivity, generally comes from a hyperactive mind. So in my case, it's a hyperactive mind. Uh, my mind is all over the place. A constant dialogue going on, constant anxiety, worry, solving, resolving, tangents, all that kind of stuff. And, and that doesn't help with the focusing and the attention stuff either, you know. Um, and, and also it, it tends to um, create an anxious mind as well because you're constantly worrying about things, not doing things because you're worried about the outcome, uh, and not doing things because you're worried about a negative outcome, uh, you know, alre- already deciding the negative outcome before you even try it, before you even start. Um, and then there's this whole issue without not doing something because if it's not perfect, um, mm. you, you're not happy, you know. So What's you, the you, point? Yeah. So there's a whole lot of shit kind of comes with this ADHD thing. Um, now I take medication. Okay. So that doesn't explain how we were it's not fucking working. Um, which helps me focus. And I know, okay. Mike, this is, this is going to be a difficult thing for me to say, but it helps me focus on the things I need to get done. So I get the things I need to get done, done. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. some things which you don't like my, my yeah. day job, I have to get that done. I have to do that well. Um, things I get paid for that pay the mortgage. I have to get them done. I have to, you know, things like, like say for instance, this podcast is 
a luxury. I love doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. No, great. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But, but it doesn't, it's not as important as family time. It's not as important as getting your job. There's got to be a list of priorities, which most I'm thinking, I'm not going to use the word normal, but most sort of standard people yeah. who don't have ADHD. Sort neurotypical. Of, neurotypical. There you go. That's a great, I knew you'd have a word for it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, they would see a list of priorities. Got to mm. get shit done. And then the rest of the time is sort of happy time. Yeah. But you, your concept of all of that was in one big tombola and whatever flicked out at the time. Yeah, so like, like, oh, like, I do that. Yeah, but even like last weekend, we were going to record and I said, look, we're going to Dundrum. It's, you know, it's a surprise Dundrum visit. You know, I possibly should have you being uh, kidnapped and taken to Dundrum. I possibly was told about it. But, but also, I think before I would have said, oh, no, I have to record a podcast. Whereas mm. now I'm like, actually, you know, that's kind of, that's important that I go to Dundrum yeah, yeah, with my yeah. wife and my son and hang out with them. And actually, whereas I wouldn't have gotten the dopamine from that before. So that would have been like, oh my God, that's hell, hell for me. Um, it was actually quite enjoyable to go to, to go to a shopping center, places I don't enjoy being. Um, lots of people so, don't enjoy being in the shopping center. But no, but are you looking like... through the world now in different eyes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel differently. I look forward to getting up every day. Um, I didn't realize I didn't. Right. Uh, I I'm I would never have said I was depressed, but I, but the, there seems now looking back that there was no real kind of joy. Um, I never really got excited about things. Um, everything was grand, and I know I spoke about this stuff yeah, with regard yeah. to mental health and all that, and yeah. I definitely think that mental health and therapy and all that kind of definitely helps as well, you know, because it always helps to reflect. And I'm very conscious now my, that <laughs> hyper-focusing on something is a thing, is a trait as well. And now I'm hyper-focusing on this. And I've always hyper-focused on myself and my well-being and my health and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, but... But you're but not I, hyper-focused. At the moment, you're not hyper-focused. You're just you're telling me the story, yeah. which I think you're, you're quite entitled to do. Thank you, Mike. Uh, but, yeah, so I, so I feel my priorities are different things are different i feel yeah so i i look forward to getting up each day um i get tasks done i accomplish things and it's like the medication will get you so far but actually it's the completion of tasks and getting mm -hmm. jobs done and doing kind of say well in work or whatever it is you're doing that gives you the dopamine really and that certainly gives you more dopamine so you're kind of almost like so is the sense of fulfillment a kind of a dopamine rush for you? Then? Mm. The, the 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 reason that you're the thing that you're getting tasks done, you're allocating yeah. yourself to do something, getting over the finish line is like yes, getting yeah, it done, I, not yeah. not over, not worrying about the outcome or yeah. like I find it very hard to like in my job I write a lot of things or I create or I come up with ideas and I and I always worried about sending something I'd written to somebody. What about the negative feedback? And then they're going to, I wanted it to be sent, job done, perfect. Don't come back to me about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, which is not, that's not that life, though. Doesn't work like that. No. Very bad at feedback, very bad at criticism. And the other thing is, we're very hypersensitive. We're hypersensitive. So, you know, any feedback is seen as negative feedback. Any advice is seen as negative. You know, we, we get very, um, yeah, very, very sensitive. Um, so, like, it's, yeah, it's really been an eye opener. Um, 
a revelation. There are lots of things I see in that, that little bits that hit, hit me and hit other people I know. You know what I mean? I, I kind of, I, I'm recognizing sort of traits now in other people that, and I'm sure there are gradations of ADHD. I mean, you can be, is it, is it like a, yeah, I think you can have, um, you can have, there's a spectrum, I suppose, and then you can have it, it can be very more severe. Uh, high functioning is a word that people use. So you can have, you can be high fun functioning. Another part of my condition is a thing called autism. Okay. ASD, which is autism, autism spectrum disorder. Um, and, and I don't, some, you know what I don't like is the word disorder. Yeah, that on that the end of these, change, yeah, yeah, it does, it does, it does, because I think it's, it's it's you know if you're if you're in a, a fragile state and somebody told you you've got a disorder, I mean, oh, fuck me, I'm broken, but you're not. Yeah, it's just it's it's it's, it's a different it's a different order maybe. Um, so autism, so autism is a neurodevelopmental disorder associated. There's the word again associated with atypical functioning and. Uh, qualitative impairments in individuals across three major areas, namely social interaction, social communication, and restrict restricted repetitive behavior. Um, men who present with milder symptoms of ASD, autism spectrum disorder, uh, may be missed or misdiagnosed during childhood. Um, so yeah, it's a, a diagnosis of ASD also is associated with higher risk of experiencing depression, anxiety, and suicidal issues. Um, where you find it hard to make friends um, and prefer to be on your own. And also it's very hard to say how you're feeling because you're not really, you actually don't know. If someone asks you, how are you? You actually don't know. Grand. Um, and then you can appear blunt or rude uh, or not interested in others without meaning to. So that's kind of another part of it. Uh, some doctors would believe that ADHD and autism go hand in hand. Um, there's people out there who don't believe that. Um and what, what do you think? I'm not sure. Like, this is, I mean, I, I went to see a psychiatrist and it was like talking to a fortune teller. He knew so much about me with so. <laughs> with yes. This, yeah. Yeah. yeah with, he, with so little information, you know. He did the little bings, did he? Yeah, yeah. 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 But he just knew, like, I had a consultation with one guy and then I went to his kind of higher upper guy the next time and he just had the notes in front of him but he told me he was telling me so much, it actually blew my, it was mind-blowing what he knew about wow me. um and part of my condition my personal condition so you're talking adhd autism and the autism is high functioning so it's not it wouldn't be noticed you know i was able to go to school and college yeah, and yeah. have a job and have, you know. um now are you are you dyslexic i don't think so but there are elements okay. of there are elements of it with me. Like I, I often get things wrong. Words, fairly simple, straightforward words. Um, but I think in school we worked very hard on things like spelling. Uh, you know, to the point that yeah, you'd be, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, be beaten yeah. if you weren't if yes. you didn't get your spellings right. You know, so I'm not sure. But even to this day, I have to look up words. Yeah, that was a very Christian um, <laughs> way of way of dealing dealing with, with dyslexia. Dyslexia. Beat the shit out of children, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then there's this other thing. I don't know what the there's it's 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 I don't know what the term for it, but it's called free floating anxiety. There's another Fuck. Me medical term called G's SD. I don't know what it is. Is there a D in it? Is there a D? It's got to be a D in it. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah. 
uh, free-floating anxiety, which is an anxiety that, like, I now realize I was always uh, at a certain level, anxiety-wise, uh, constantly. Um, but then of late, and I spoke to you about it, I was starting to have panic attacks. Hmm. In now, I had a panic attack on stage during a play, you know, that I wrote. And some might say, "Well, obviously, you're there's anxiety. You're on yeah, a stage. You're in front yeah, of all yeah. these people." But I'd rehearsed for this play. I learned the lines. I'd already done it in front of people. I had a panic attack, you know, three nights in where I hadn't had one too. Like I wasn't in a place. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. everyone should get nerves before doing something like this, and then it's a nervous energy which you convert into, you know, a good performance. But this pan, these panic attacks were landing, bang, from as if from nowhere, you know, kind of. Yeah. I mean, and I've spoken to people since who would like say oh, I've had panic attacks on a bus, but it's a free floating anxiety that will just land on you. You're not in a dangerous, you're not in a fight or flight situation, and you're having this high level anxiety, panic attack, or it's or it's just, the first term you use that I can actually identify with that free floating anxiety it's like a cloud hanging over you and all of a sudden it just drops it's yeah like and, sheet, and all of a sudden fuck me you're, you're engulfed and anxious and there's a secondary and tertiary because if you experience a panic attack in a certain place oh. if you're going to put yourself in that situation again in the near future like in two days time if you should do a radio show or if you do a tv show three days out you're going oh, trigger, am I trigger, gonna have a panic attack? yeah and that's anxiety so there's like there's uh, there's so you're constantly in a cycle of thinking about times, and obviously the over the hyperactive mind. Yeah, is you're constantly thinking about fueling those. it. It's like coal onto the anxiety. It is. It's the fire of anxiety. Yeah, fuck's sake. Um. So this free floating anxiety was the thing that sort of had, I've had all the time, and even though I worked in radio, I suppose I figured out a way of dealing with it. Yep. But you know, um. I probably didn't become a shiny floor television presenter because I couldn't quite get beyond, you know, I couldn't quite get to the comfort levels needed for a viewer to see that this person is clearly very comfortable in the situation. You know? or, or you could have self-medicated, which is what I'm sure a lot of people would have done to get through that situation. That's the other thing. People do self-medicate. And I know people who, have a yeah, drink or yeah, yeah. whatever uh and i i and i did <laughs> i will say i always say they should they should drug test presenters because it's like the olympics you know if you're making a living out of that and i'm not yeah. taking drugs but you are and you're doing well yeah it's unfair know, it's the unfair. russians um so this so anyway so best thing ever happened to my life obviously was my wife and children but uh meeting this psychiatrist talking to me like a fortune teller, telling me everything about my life, mm. parents, my, my past, my future, my everything. Like this guy just knew everything. This guy was looking at things. He said, put your hands down on the table. You see this, you see this, you see this, you see the way it's white between your knuckles. That's because vitamin C only makes as far as that knuckle. And I can't like there's physical attributes. He said, wow. if you put a, an ADHD brain. And now everybody who's listening to this, looking at the knuckles, I'm going to look at my knuckles. Are your do your hands are your hands white? Is this part of your hands white? No, no. So basically, your vitamin D vitamins, are they? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe a little. Podgy. Mm. Mike, you've like got ADHD. Anyway, he was saying there's physical, physical signs. You know, 
Um, and he could ju- he could look at somebody and say that person is ADHD just by looking at their face. Or Fuck. Um, so anyway, so I had a good chat with this guy. He said, this is what we're going to do. You're going to take this medication. And they said, and then for the next, from here, from next week, you're going to start on this medication and you're going to take that for a year. And that's going to deal with the anxiety. And then after that year, your you will have naturally, uh, your lifestyle will have changed to the point that you won't need that medication anymore, but you won't have, the anxiety will be gone. He said, wow. obviously you'll be, you'll get nervous and you'll have stress, you'll have anxiety, but just normal stress, anxiety, like, you know, when you need it, not all the time for no reason. Um, so, so yeah, so that's the plan. Um, and how do you feel? Do you, uh, is there like, again, there's a spectrum of feelings, I'm sure. Um, it, oh, is I there like I've got ADHD. I don't know how I feel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel relief. Is there a sadness? Is there relief? Is there happiness? Is there? Yeah, I suppose it's kind of like it's still early days, um, but there's like mostly happiness, and I'm very, I'm really excited about the future. Um, and you never were. No, I really like. I, I didn't realize how much I. Like people talk about the Sunday fear or talk like that was all the time, you know. I really didn't look forward to the next day, whatever mm. it was, no matter what I was doing, ever, you know. Everything was kind of filled with anxiety and worry. So if I had to record a radio show or if I had to do like everything had to be everything had to be carefully planned so that I could do it. Um so that was your coping mechanism. Mm. The drink, drinking at the weekend as well, or whenever, like on holiday, like drink was drink. Drink is a perfect drug for ADHD because yeah. it just calms the mind, quietens everything. Like drink allowed me to socialize. It allowed me to sit with my my wife of an evening watching a movie. It allowed me to um, enjoy, you know, two weeks away on holidays with the family and just kind of, you know, Relax. flake out by the pool or whatever. Um, there was other things I probably self medicated with in my twenties as well, that helped. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, ex- I'm, I'm ex- I, I probably sound, I probably sound very excited. Uh, I'm excited about just being just kind of not like to, tomorrow's Monday. I, I'm, everything seems a lot clearer. Everything seems a lot more organized. Everything seems a lot more, um, less messy less chaotic yeah uh, like i you know sound it i know what i'm doing next week and i'm looking forward to it i have a few things like some of it's work related i never looked forward to anything work related before it was always a, um it was always an anxious thing you know um and i'm much better at planning like my cousin who lives in london I haven't seen him in a long time and i got you know i just said oh such and such has happened. I might come over and stay and blah, blah. And he was like, and normally I do that, but I'd never get around to book. Like I'd always talk. I was all talk, Mike. <laughs> it was always all talk. You know that. Um, But like within a couple of hours, I got back to him. And I sent him a picture of my ticket that I booked. And he like, Jesus. so he messaged me back and he was like, thumbs up to that medication kind of, you know, um, because he's known me all my life. Um, and I've been a bit yeah. of a flake really. With him, with relationships. That's okay. Lots of people are a bit flaky um, and are sort of non-committal, but that's just their sort of personality. You know, it may not be ADHD, it may not be whatever, but 
you you are. So, mm, I, yeah, the, so how are the, how are the fat? I don't want to ask really. It's a bit personal, but how are your family? Are they do they notice? Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty pretty stark, you know. Um, like the the medication you take is a stimulant. It's kind of like you know drinking strong coffee all day kind of you know or wow i thought that would be the la- the last thing you want and that is the amazing thing is that the stimulation so if you've an adhd you'd imagine taking yeah something like lots of, a lot of caffeine or speed or something like that or whatever yeah don't give an overactive child coca-cola type of thing yeah amphetamines or something that that would yeah. have so the effect that has on most people neurotypical people on the adhd mind it just calms them um has the opposite effect so you yeah. can focus you're alert you, you can figure out what you need to do next you can make plans you can do your work you can you know finish tasks create dopamine all that kind of stuff um so Jesus, i'm much more I'm listening to i'm listening to here i'm thinking fuck me i might <laughs> have to get you might have to go and do the <laughs> online test yeah <laughs> why not give it a go but but I so enough, I have enough fucking disorders. <laughs> so, it, but a lot of times people are given um, antidepressants because people are misdiagnosed and the diagnosis is missed. You know, mm. uh, so it can like I would say I was never depressed. I could always yeah. get up out of bed. Yeah, you know, I was, and I, I always would count myself lucky. But I was always yeah. really anxious. Do you know what I mean? I, it's it was yes. hard to, i was yeah, never yeah. i would never have described things as sad as myself as sad but i probably was but it was more like boring or like a baseline unhappiness running through or just not getting joy out of anything not getting yeah, excited fuck, about things yeah. Yeah. i must say no i don't i don't feel that in yeah. any way well that's good yeah and i don't yeah and i feel i feel for you you know um and i'm delighted well yeah i mean it's obviously uh, you know kind of hopefully have another maybe 30 years left to kind of enjoy things. Um, and yeah, so the family obviously see I'm different and present. So like, I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't disassociate as much. Um, I'll still have like, it's the medication will go so far. I still have moments where I'm not listening properly or not paying attention. Yeah. That's just normal, isn't it? That's just being a father. We're completely disassociating. And, uh, also I'm probably a lot more help around the house where I can, do a task, get it done, um, be more helpful to my wife, and that, like, yeah. you know, just being present. The 20% and of the, the 20% of the time, you're not making love. Not making love, yeah. But chipping in around the house, getting stuff done, being more organized, doing stuff I say I'll do, um, not being just full of shit, like all talk, actually putting the bins out, actually bringing the bins in, you know, just. Lots of little things like that, but they re- they really add up to sort of a more homo- harmonious, yeah, of course, less yeah. stressful kind of um, household, you know. So yeah, yeah, because they're the little niggling things. I know you and I both follow a thing called Fesshole on Twitter, and it's people, you know, sitting there confessing what's happening within their relationship. And it's my boyfriend is clipping his toenails, putting it into a mug, and then putting that into the dishwasher that's probably the reason why we'll get divorced type of thing. Yeah. You know, and there's all these little niggling things within a relationship, but if you can just stop doing them, yeah, it's going to stop an awful lot more of the, the, the sort of the head on head on. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? 
And Mike, it it permeates everything. So I was always terrible at sending invoices for work I've done, oh, uh, yeah. paying bills. Like, like I'm always like I'm always in conversation with the taxman about catching up with how much I owe. Like I always pay. Yeah. Like I've never not paid the taxman, and I will always like declare everything. But it just takes like I'm just shit at it. Yeah. So yeah. it's always this prolonged, drawn out, you know, and, and Suzanne is always like, will you just fucking this year? Will you just make sure you've got everything sorted and you do it on time so you're not charged more and you're not, you know, it doesn't become stressful or whatever. So and that's funny because in our situation here, I'm always delighted when, when tax is done, when the, mm. the, the, the bill is paid. And I do, and it's funny because I get a bit of a, a buzz almost. And it's fun. I was just thinking about this during the week I, when I lived in, in Norwich, I used to go to this beautiful Berkeley's bank every time I had a day off during the week. And it was an old kind of converted cathedral. And they had a bank in there. It was vaulted ceilings. And I used to love going in there and paying off like the dog license and paying off the TV license and doing that. And I'd walk out and sort of like, I'll get myself a cup of tea now as a reward for that sort of thing. So that was my dopamine rush, if you like, mm. was getting stuff sorted. Yeah. And I can kind of see that not doing that is because the, the fucking anxiety of when it does dawn on you, it's like, oh shit, but you know, I can't do that at the moment because I'm doing something else and a ding dang bong bing like a pinball machine. Yeah, yeah. it must and be you, fucking horrible. And even if you had a day off to do things, it would take you like <laughs> two hours to leave the house because you keep forgetting stuff. And then you'd get to the bank and you wouldn't have the documents you need and then you can't pay it. So you have to go, oh, have to go back the next yeah. day off. And then it's just roll up and you don't pay your road tax on time and then yeah. you get caught for that. And then you're like, it's you know it's just constant kind of almost it's constant chaos um which like a lot of it i kind of managed and you do develop systems whereby you know i have good times where i will pay stuff on time and you know like, like you do have moments of clarity you will have mm. days where you just get shit done um but they're very rare and what you end up doing is t- trying to think what the fuck did i do what did i eat what was the vitamins i took what did i how much exercise to have that day um yeah you're trying to recreate that trying to recreate yeah yeah. yeah. and it was all that stuff i was doing like exercising uh, yeah i'm gonna run a marathon veganism giving up booze like i think the final straw for me was when i gave up drink and i didn't see a massive change in my life yeah i was still unfocused still lethargic still tired still anxious still anxious that was for me it was like it's gotta be something else you know I'm delighted. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted for you. I hope it works. You know, I hope everything kind of begins to get this even keel. And it's nice to know that after a year, you can almost reset yourself. Mm. Not that I didn't like the Keith before, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I I thought it was fantastic. The randomness of you is 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 part of the the appeal. You know. Mm. But I think you'll always be a little bit random. I think I'll always be a bit random. I, yeah, I like that. Ran, I like that chaotic random energy, and I don't think that goes away. Like uh, no, it, no, no, no. That, it definitely doesn't. Because <laughs> as you're talking to me, you're dusting the top of the mic shield, and then you were watching the guitar match. Well, <laughs> whoever was playing, who won? Costa Rica. That? Costa Rica beat Japan one 0 So that, Wowzer. So Germany. Think they're playing Spain tonight, so they kind of have to win anyway. But everyone expected Japan to get the six points and qualify after today's match, and they haven't done that. So they have to beat Spain to qualify, which they probably won't do. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I'm. It, it's like I noticed with my my son as well, who's ADHD. He will he'll he'll be on the PlayStation. He'll be watching SpongeBob and he'll be talking to a friend on the phone, <laughs> on video. Like, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that a lot of the chaos, the chaotic stuff will always be there. I think. Um, and I still like, that's that's a that's an ability. That's what they call multitasking. That's what the mm. young people call it. Yeah. So yeah, and that's a useful thing to have. Um, but also, I still like to be involved and you know have a variety. You know, you know. But but I I I do already kind of have a sense of. Um, doing things that uh, you know I'm genuinely interested in, rather than Jesus, I think I better do this kind of thing because this might, mm. you know, like a constant sort of like anxiety of not doing something because I might miss, you know, sort of in FOMO or a, yeah. Did just, you did you have the constant fear of sort of I need to get a hobby? Were you ever hobby obsessed? No. No, I'm not hobby obsessed. It's funny because people, I know people who are really into their hobbies, you know, and oh, I do this and I do that. And, and there's certain people I know who, you know, I think are on the spectrum that we're, we're talking about, who 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 literally go from, okay, now I want to become a programmer. Now I want to become a show jumper. Now, and there's no rhyme or reason to the things that they want to do, but they want to get this hobby and then they become completely obsessed and nothing else will do. And that's their dopamine rush. That's their sort of hobby, hobby hopping. You know, yeah. I like, always feel guilty that I don't really have a hobby. I, 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 I kind of get what you're saying, but I would have. I have lots of. I call them side hustles. So, like my hobbies would have to make money in some way. Okay, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd have to see. I'd have to have a monetary value. Uh, like that's the way my brain seems to work. Like I did get into the gym big time, and then I ended up going to college and studying to be a trainer you know i went so far down that rabbit hole that i ended up with a you know personal training license like which i never used you know well you're also a priest i'm a, I'm also an ordained priest you know which yeah. which i don't use i don't practice but uh so so my hobbies would be things i like and then i like to convert them into something i can make money off you know well that's a good thing which is probably a good thing yeah so I don't know let that bit go. I don't think I, if I was into gardening, I'd have to like. You'd be a become Dermot Gubbin. Yeah, like my Stop. garden would have to be a show garden that I could like put up on Instagram somehow with a lemon me. in it. It'd be just a huge twenty foot lemon. Yeah, yeah. covered <laughs> with oh, tin foil on the inside. Got no use to anybody. Um, but Mike, are, have you to go? How long have you got? Oh, I've got as much time as we. We have all how much how much time have you got? Because I noticed actually because you yesterday you, you sort of penciled this in and then are we still on for and then blah. So you've yeah. obviously got something you've you have you graded your day into something today? No, no, today is kind of like just an open a nice kind of open no, nothing else to do after this, unless someone I think there's yeah. a plan to go over to Calera Village for a while, but I may opt out of that. Yeah. Um no, today is a very my life is getting to a point where I'm having days where I don't feel the urgency or the need to do something, to achieve something, to accomplish something. It's like the, for me, there's always a guilt with sitting down, even to, even in the evening to watch something. There's a guilt with that. Like I should be doing Jesus, something else. No, there's never, there's never a guilt in the evening. Oh no, no, no. I, I could never sit down in the afternoon and watch television. I find that very odd where I could be doing something else. Yeah. So I, yeah. So it's just, so now I'm, I'm much better at that. 
But how about you, Mike? What have you been up to? <laughs> I've been doing very little. I have to close this blind because it's, yes, it's, it's blinding you. Um, <clears throat> blinding, blinding. Oh, go on. The word warehouse. I made it just. This is gonna. Mm-hmm. This is this will tickle your bollocks. Um, I never what? really knew. I never really thought about the word warehouse. Oh, what the fuck is where? What, what you know, like a warehouse? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. A warehouse where stuff is kept and then moved on. But I never thought about the word warehouse. I just thought, oh, that's what it's called, warehouse. And then I was listening to something the other day, and they, someone said something. Oh, yeah, and your warehouse, and they also use the word wares that you might sell at a market. You know, whatever your wares are. Oh yeah. I never associated the word wares like selling your like warehouses. Obviously, where you keep your stuff, your wares. Yes, that's why okay, it's called yeah, a warehouse. Yeah. Sorry, I, sorry. I had never known that. I just yeah, I just thought it was a word. Yeah, yeah. It's funny the etymology of some things. I mean, now it's blatantly obvious. Yeah, but I, I just thought it was a warehouse. Kind of the, the word conjures in my mind is the big place to put stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but you're, you're putting your wares in wares. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that could be like a warehouse. If you're a fishmonger, it'll be fish. If you're a if you're a tailor, it'll be suits. You know, yeah. so the warehouse. There you go. Anyway, wow, well, it's like I, um, somebody told me the other day, Friday, Black Friday, where that came from. Yeah. Any idea? Because uh, the shops were so busy. No. Nope. No idea. It's where retailers, the day of the year in America, where retailers would go into the black for the first time. Ah. Not in the red. Wow. Yeah, it takes them 11 months almost to go into the black. And then they do the Thanksgiving and the Christmas season. It's where they make all their money. That's where they make their money. Yeah. yeah. So black that's Friday. Yeah. Um, and I did, I did see something on Twitter, which I must share, where the makers and crafters of Ireland are finding it difficult this year. And they feel like Christmas hasn't really started yet for a lot of them. Um, and it seems people just aren't spending money. So it's... That's, that's a Black Friday issue. People spend money on Black Friday, realize that the deals aren't great. Mm. And then and then next week they'll all go, oh shit. And then you'll get your Cyber Mondays and whatever coming up. And, and then, then go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then it's last minute panic. Okay. We're back to pre pandemic um, cycles. Just order stuff and it'll turn up. But unfortunately, you can't this year either because of shortages of this, that, and the other. It's uh, yeah, It's a bit of a clusterfuck. Oh wow! Yeah, and you're right at the cold fest there, Mike. Yeah, no, but it's been very steady for for Sally Ann. It's been ex- excellent. Um, stuff is going, you know, very very well. How do people order from from uh, bags from Sally Ann? Then go on the website. Just Sally Ann's bags, is it? Yeah, you Google Sally Ann's bags. I don't know what the website is. <laughs> it's got to be Sally Ann's bags. I think we've given out before, but I'd, I'd I'd say just Google Sally Ann's bags. Yeah, you'll find it. Um. Or nearly sisters, if you want to get a nice. Uh, there you go, nice hamper. They do some phenomenal gear, and they they've got their own warehouse too. They've got a warehouse with there their wares, go. with their wares in it. Yeah, um, and that's nearly sisters.ie. They basically specialize in personal and corporate gifting, and they champion makers, crafters, and artists and business throughout the country. It's all Irish, and it's all eco-friendly and environmentally friendly packaging and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there you go. Um, where else would you be going? Where else would you be going? Yeah, between that and sallyannsbags.com or something That's like that. Sallyann's yeah. bags. I don't know. What nearly sisters. Yeah. Christmas literally sorted. 
Has Sally Ann got an E? No, all one word. Ah, Sally Ann, large messenger bag. She go. is on totally Irish gifts as well. Yeah, it's um, if you Google Sally Ann's handmade bags, yeah, you'll get it from there. You'll be directed to our website. You'll be directed to the website. Very cool stuff. I really like it. Um, very stylish. I love the um, um the Volkswagen. Our producer likes. Yeah, our producer likes the old VW bags. Yeah, the uh, combi van bags. Very cool. You're buying a lifestyle without You're... buying a motorhome. <laughs> You're telling people it looks who you like are. as you walk down the street with your motorhome bag, it looks like you own a motorhome. Wow, that person must own a Hymer. Wow, they're really good. You know, they must own a big Sprinter. So, yeah, mo- Moho. Yeah. Like Boho, is it? Um, yeah, sallyansbags.com. There you go. You can, you, can, you can email Sally. Oh, no, Sal's handmade bags at that's gmail. That's it. Yeah, Sal's handmade bags at gmail.com. There you go. See that? I thought it was the wrong one there. Um, so there you go. Yeah, Mike. Any news? Any 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 anything you want to promote? Anything you want to tell? No, uh, I want to give a shout any, out to any, Liam. Ch- 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 oh, Liam. Yes, I want to give a shout out to Liam. Your um, is he your nephew? He's my nephew. Yeah. 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 Your nephew, Liam, uh, sent, sends me some fantastic pictures. Keep sending the pictures, Liam, and I will keep giving you my somewhat kind of. Uh, opinion about what you're sending me pictures of, um, and my, educated yeah. opinion. It, 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 yeah, it was it was it was very good. He was sending me pictures of stuff that was just relighting my interest in birds and wildlife again. Mm. You know, he was talking. We were talking about ash dieback, and we were talking about the bird that was sitting on it. It was a a, a common bird, but they're no longer common. Lots of our common species are no longer common and stuff. And 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 he has an eye for photography. Mm. Big big so photography. Does, um, yeah, so does Irish MJ, you know, Irish MJ. He's mm. a photography guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's out and about at the moment as well. He's in London yeah. taking some fantastic snaps, along with some other OGs. Sabrina got married. Sabrina oh, Perry. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Went to Disneyland Paris. Uh, pictures of the Eiffel Tower and Champagne. It's all gone like supernova. Yeah. Wow. Living the Vida Loca. Literally. Da, it's nice da, to catch up da, on her on her OGs, Mike, yeah. after so long. There's a lot of them. Sinead D up there in, in uh, Big Donegal is having a ball. Uh, she put me on to the, the Night of the Daniels. I don't know if anybody's seen the Night of the Daniels. Did we discuss the Night of the Daniels? We haven't discussed the Night of the Daniels, I don't think. Oh, yeah. it's uh, There's a horror movie that comes out. I think Daniel O'Donnell is doing it every, every year. Oh, fuck me. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So it's like an Irish made horror movie with it's like thriller the the, the thriller the video, but with Daniels in it. Waxwork Daniels. Fantastic. I I... check it out. Night of the Daniels. Yeah. Check check, check. Check it out. What 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 what's it all about? Um we yeah, should, so I, I've I should watching have watching a lot of TV. Go on, you need to mention the the podcast that I listened to with Adrian Childs. Oh yeah, James O'Brien and Adrian Child. He is you. I, I was just listening to it, thinking the first fifteen minutes, it was like listening to you. I thought, oh fuck me, what a parallel universe. Then they went a bit Christian, but in a negative way. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was very, very good. 
Um, James O'Brien is, does James O'Brien is he a regular mask or did I pick that up or was that just uh... yes he is a he is a Catholic it's one of the big things I do not like about him yeah that's not that that's terrible really but he's so on point about most things mm. but he can't see a negative side to something and his whole raison d'etre is don't be gaslit by things Look, lift the and, lid. Yeah. yeah, lift the lid, turn it upside down and backwards and have a look through it. Uh, and he doesn't really do that with the church. He's mm. a big church goer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Adrian Childs. And I know he's friends with Frank Skinner, who yes. I'm a big fan of, but also a big church goer. I think yes. he might be church. Oh, no, he is church of Ireland. He is Irish, mm. Irish Catholic. Sorry. Um, but Adrian Childs. Very interesting chat with James O'Brien. What's the name of that podcast again? It is on uh, something. Full, full disclosure. Full disclosure. Uh, it's interesting. Interesting to chat about ADHD and his career and um, him working on radio, radio, television. It was just you written all over it. And I got this diagnosis, apart from him, his accent, obviously. And it was just, it was like listening to you. It was brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. I thought it was a. Yeah, breath of fresh air. I'm listening to um, I'm listening to the truth. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Podcast every every minute I have of the day is listening to the truth. And did we talk about the truth before, Mike? We did. It's little fifteen minute stories, um, and they're just makey uppy stories. Um, but I mean, one the other day was a Coke can, a can of Coke, who his body and soul was the can and the Coke. And he was talking to the person who was just about to drink him. And it was the perspective of a can of Coke. Just, just like, wow. wow. <laughs> and then he, he ultimately dies because he gets ingested. But what happens to his body? You know, I could have been, you know, I, I could have been a, a part of an aircraft before, you know, it gives all these kind of, philosophical questions to things and i think there's another podcast now that's come off the back of that called the life of things oh wow. where they do stuff based on uh inanimate objects yeah yeah i do i, do. I, lo- I love that uh, i love a bit of uh james o'brien full disclosure some of the guests i can take some of the guests i can leave but i'm a mm. bit of a completist so i listen to them all do you yeah 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 i, I pick and choose you know i found that i when i did the whole of desert island discs the in excess of 2000 episodes um i picked and chose bits but i found the people that were on the face of it really interesting not interesting at all Done okay. as far. people i liked but it was you know it's some fella who some physicist who did something you know and it's just their life story mm. how they got to that moment you know you might not be interested in how they got a nobel peace prize but you know they're born, you know, paddling up a canoe somewhere, and it's just like fuck me. How did they get to this stage? You know, and that's that's that that's the thing. And they do it through music, so it's really it's really kind of nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd always be wary of picking and choosing podcasts. You're right. Well, I, yeah, I wouldn't pick them and choose them necessarily because of like if I didn't know them, I wouldn't listen. I'd be more likely yeah. to listen if I don't know them. Um, I would just wouldn't necessarily listen to a John Cleese, um, podcast, even though. I mean, I yeah, used to was, love John Cleese as a kid. He was very, very good on James O'Brien. And very I did good. listen to it. Yeah, and he redeemed himself. And now he's gone to GB News. Now he's gone. <laughs> Fuck's sake. After all that. 
yeah, after saying that Brexit was really bad and immigration is really good, now he's on this, like, racist television. It's like Fox News, and they're popping up all over the place in England. Do you ever watch GB News or no now tv or whatever it's called oh it is fat again to take yourself out of the 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 echo chamber you watch some of these programs and it is undiluted shite but nobody's Real... watching these things are they mike well it only takes a few people yeah i suppose they keep going mm. they, they're not going to stop who's funding murdoch it though that's yeah, the problem murdoch. yeah Murdoch is now TV. I think it's not now TV. It's uh, non. Well, he is now TV, but it's the other thing is uh, one of the stations is his GB News. I don't know who owns it. I mean, you know, we we didn't even get on to um, our man Elon. No Twitter, and everybody's leaving Twitter, and now they're not leaving Twitter, and it was all a storm and a teacup, and we're all going to Mastodon, but nobody knows how to use Mastodon, and I'm over here, but nobody's over there. Yeah. It's a pile of old shit. Twitter's very good, I think. But, yeah. Um, he's making a balls of it. He is, but it's fine. Like, I never knew. I never, I bought newspapers all my life up until about 10 years ago. I never mm. knew who, who, where the money was coming from behind those newspapers. I'm not terribly interested in Elon Musk and his life. I enjoy Twitter. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, if yeah. it's gone, it's gone. I found it else. kind of overwhelming recently that we're being told with Qatar and Elon Musk mm. and this, that, and the other and Facebook and whatever, that we're being told to hate everybody's opinion. I think I think the problem is when the left become very right-wing about their yeah. views, and that's when cancel culture gets out of hand, and, you know, we're, we're, you're just completely missing sort of the point of, of, you know, somebody learning something new, meeting somebody new, realizing the errors of their ways, changing their ways and becoming a better part of society, which is what life is all about. Yeah. And certainly I, I'm when I think back at some of the things I would have said on radio a few years ago, I would I'm like, you know, I've been mortified. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've been I've had the space and time to learn to be better and do better. And that's that's life. So so I don't get, you know, I just don't get that. No, but black, I don't get black the... and I don't get black and white, you know. No, and I think the 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 controversy about the Wales team and the English team not wearing the rainbow armbands, I think the shitstorm that that everybody talked about it for twenty four hours did more for the cause mm. than them wearing the armbands. Totally, if you had yeah. simply gone on passively worn a little arm, armband, somebody might have gone, "Oh, and there's uh, our guy there uh, wearing an armband, great." But the the nonstop. Why the fuck aren't they wearing it? Who they wearing it? Is it because they get a yellow card? Is it because they get a fine? Is it because they get this? They get that? And it's kind of it just the stupidity of the whole thing mm. shines brighter than anything else, you know. And why are they doing it? Because the Qataris don't like. Oh, for fuck's sake, lads! You know. But Mike, the great thing about it is it means that my son, who loves football, is aware of this conversation, and we're having a conversation about it. Brilliant, and that's yeah. That's add fuel, add fuel to that fire, mm. not the gaslighting of the stuff that people, you know, beef are coming out and sort of saying, lads, we just want everyone to come. Just, can, we just, can we just keep, can we just look? Can we just yeah, look over there? Just look, watch There's the David Beckham. <laughs> David Beckham. <laughs> uh, he's, I mean, he's completely, he's put, he's put, he's put everything, he's gone, fucking, you know, taking 10 million off the thing. And I don't know if you've seen the Joe Lysett. Situation mm, as well, yeah. brilliant. You know, you know, burning ten grand and 
you know, he didn't, he gave it to a food bank. But, you know, it was just, again, these stunts are publicity stunts. And the more they do for the cause, the better. The more we talk about things, the better. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And, and Dave Beckham is, I would say, allowed to make a mistake. And he did make a mistake. And yeah. let's see if he can wrong a right, right or wrong. Yeah, you never um, know what he's going to do with that money. Yeah. Didn't he buy Posh's single once? He bought a shitload of it so that it would chart. <laughs> Maybe he'll do that again. Well, if one. he puts that money, if he puts that ten million to good, to good, to good use, and gets posh to number one for Christmas, I think that will have been money well spent. Yeah, her version of uh, "Here it is, Merry Christmas." Totally, it's get on Christmas. that. Yeah, yeah. And get sporty spice behind her doing like fly kicks. Oh, all right, David. All right, posh. <laughs> um. We oh yes. Go on. No, we haven't done check it out, and I, I suggest we leave it till the next time. And I suggest we put it in our diaries. Did a little bit of check it out, but we'll put it in our diaries because I need to ask you about Andor, which I've oh, watched. Oh yes, get on that train. And I've started rewatching Breaking Bad after I watched Better Call Saul. And interesting, yeah. Finish. I, I thought did, Better I, Call I, Saul for a finish was better than Breaking Bad. Well, I didn't really. I started. Breaking Bad a few times and I never got past a certain point so now I'm watching all the ones I missed out on now I'm seeing the Chicken Man Mike yes all these characters who I know from Better Call Los, Saul are entering Los Pollos Hermanos and I'm trying to put the timeline of the two series yes. together yeah, yeah, yeah. and the two the twins that come up from Mexico to kill everybody um, I'm just I'm, I'm slightly confused but I'm sure it's it's mad. It kind of makes sense, yeah. Mm. In a way, Better Call Saul muddied the waters because it 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 kind of gave it had to use a f- time frame. It was kind of intricately woven into an already written story. Yeah, it had to match up with that, yeah, 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 yeah. So that it kind of fucks it up a little bit, but yeah, it's brilliant. They're, they're both brilliant. Andor, though, as as a backstory or whatever they call it, uh, origin story, it's really good. Really okay. strong Irish actor in there as well that plays his mother. Or the mother. I don't know if whether she's his, she's not his mother because they've got different accents, but she's brilliant. She's been in lots of things. Um, she was in um oh, I can't remember what her, her name is. She was in Missing, I think. And um, is she a very well known Irish actor? She's one of those Irish actors that's always been around there. Working. Yeah, character actor. Tall, very posh lady. D four. Oh, I was actually going to say, is it Fiona Shaw? Yeah, I was going to guess Fiona Shaw, and it's Fiona Shaw. She's one and, of these people I don't know anything about, but I've seen her in loads of things, and she's always brilliant. Yeah, uh, and Genevieve O'Reilly is in it as well, another younger Irish actor. But Andor mm. is is fantastic. Your man who Andy Circus is it Circus? Um, he played yeah. quite precious. Yeah, the, the, he's in it. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it it only gets good. We we thought myself and Jimmy thought it had finished at number eight. Yeah, and he came down a couple of weeks ago and said, "You idiot! It's still there's there's, there's eleven or twelve of them or whatever, and we haven't watched them, but we haven't catched them. I'm like, all right, okay, we're going to get into this, and it just gets better and better and better. I it's... laughed and he came down and said, "You idiot." <laughs> 
he does call me an idiot quite a lot. He's quite right though. I'm yeah. An idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Very handsome idiot. Exactly. Um, the, there's an article in the Irish Examiner. There's three Irish actors, female actors, Denise Goff, Genevieve O'Reilly, Fiona Shaw, in Andor. I'm just going to Google who Fiona Shaw is. Is the yeah because I yes I Fiona Shaw is she the one I'm talking about? She's like a national treasure sort of um, territory. Yes, actor. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have the last picture. thing I saw her in, she paid. Uh, she was in a wheelchair. Is that her? Yes, that's her. Great actor. Um, she was in a wheelchair with a French detective who was in a series called The Missing. Okay. Yeah. Don't Fantastic. Yeah. Mike, um, we've we'll done an Check it out half. next time. Okay, we'll we'll check it out next time. We're given this is like a bumper Christmas bonus, yeah. but it's not because it won't be out at Christmas time because it's going to be out tomorrow, I'd say. Be out straight away, Mike. It'll wow. be out straight away. Wow. We don't know that, though. We don't no know. Promises. We don't know anything. And it but doesn't matter. No, it, it it doesn't matter. I'm not putting any pressure on you. And as if, oh, here's Charlie. There's Charlie, hello, Charlie. How are you? Even Charlie's a lot calmer these days. Yeah, just coming in to sit in his cushion. Yeah. Uh, so listen, anyway, be well, be well, yeah. and I'm delighted. Great to you? talk to you, Mike. Great to talk to you. I miss talking to you. Well, we should do this more often. I should yeah. try and be more consistent. Yes, we also need to organise a um a little meal or something with uh, Burgleferk. Oh, yeah, so he was saying January or the yeah. the weird time between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, that's a silly thing to suggest. We could meet somewhere between the two places for a luncheon. Yeah. A luncheon it makes more sense for me to head up to your neck of the woods. Yeah, but we could drive to. He, I mean, he said Limerick, maybe somewhere outside Limerick or whatever. Whatever, mm-hmm. we'll find the exact middle spot. Horse yes. and jockey. Oh, that's the other way. <laughs> Tipperary. I don't know what the fuck horse jockey is anyway. Hey, yeah. Was the town called horse jockey? Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. Um, we'll figure that out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss you, and I look forward to our chats, Mike. Oh, I, we're putting the play on in January, in the Riverbank, two nights. Oh, wow. yours? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Is it extended at all? For two nights only. Okay. No, it's the same. I haven't. I'm just gonna re. Haven't written anything new about it. Haven't changed it. It's just is mm. as it was. Uh, we're doing. It's for um, maybe first... we should do an epilogue. Yeah, or may I might write something else, Mike. Maybe um, I'll come up and interview you on stage and say, "Listen, following that, what have you found out about yourself?" Yeah, Let's I I'd be shitting myself to go on stage. <laughs> I have anxiety about it already. <laughs> That's not free floating anxiety. That's proper anxiety. Yeah, proper pooping myself. Uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Love you. I love you too much. I don't think you do. I don't <laughs> you too. I really like you. Yeah. That's not love. Okay. <laughs> Miss you. Bye. See you, Mike. Have Thank a good you day. For Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 